Let us pray. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1.14 Heavenly Father, when I don't understand Your Word or wonder how it applies to my life, I look at Your Son, Jesus. He is the embodiment of Your Word in flesh and blood. The Bible shows me how He lived when He walked among us. Your Word is not just a book, but also a living creative force able to change my life. I see the power of Jesus through humility, His strength through compassion, and His divine wisdom and supernatural miracles. He is the glorious manifestation of Your grace and truth to all humankind. What a joy to celebrate His entrance into this world during this Christmas season. Thank you for Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's daily prayer. For more inspiration and an incredible message from our feature pastor, stay tuned to Pray.com's Sunday service. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Getting to Know Your Bible, a program dedicated to the proclaiming of the good news of Jesus Christ. Here's Billy Lambert. It is a pleasure to be with you today on Getting to Know Your Bible. I'm Billy Lambert. I'm the regular speaker on Getting to Know Your Bible. 
I'd like to take this opportunity to welcome you if, if you're watching for the very first time. Today we're going to be talking about the birth of the greatest human being who ever lived on the face of this earth. We're going to be talking about the one who was not just man, but he was God as well. He was God's man. He was God in human form. We're going to be talking about Jesus and the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we want to begin by reading out of the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 18 and following. And if you will listen carefully as I read account about the birth of Jesus. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her hus husband, being a just man, not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. And then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not, till that she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Never before has a member of the Godhead taken upon himself human flesh to live among men. In the second chapter of Philippians, the apostle said in the fifth verse and following, Have this mind in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who counted not to being on inequality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself in the form of a servant, being found in fashion as a man. He humbled himself unto death, yea, the death of the cross. Jesus came down from heaven. God sent him. Jesus in John the sixth chapter and verse 38 said, that my meat is to do the will of him that sent me. He said, I came from down from heaven, not to, not to do my will, but the will of him that sent me. Jesus was sent into this world. He was sent in human form. First Timothy 3.16 reads, Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. Now let me ask you, how was God manifest in the flesh? God was manifest in the flesh in the person of Jesus Christ. And when Jesus came into this world, he brought spiritual light into the world. 
In John chapter 1 and verse 1, Jesus is spoken of like this by John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And without Him was not anything made that hath been made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness comprehends it not. When Jesus came into the world, He came to bring spiritual light. As a matter of fact, in John chapter 8 and verse 12, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And the world was in spiritual darkness when Jesus came. And when we accept Jesus Christ and follow Him, that brings spiritual light into our lives. It was necessary that Jesus set an example for us to follow. That's, that's the reason it was necessary for Jesus to come into this world. Jesus Christ came into this world in human form. He was God in the flesh. This is His incarnate self. And Jesus Christ came to leave us an example to follow. First uh, Peter chapter 2 and verse 21, Peter said, For hereunto were you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps. So why was Jesus born? Why did he come into the world to, to, to die upon a cross? Well, it came in order that you and I might have life, and it was necessary that Jesus die. Jesus died to heal us spiritually. In 1 Peter, the second chapter, Peter, Peter there in verse 24 said, Who himself bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that you should, being dead unto sin, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you are healed. You know, in Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 5, Isaiah talked about healing through Jesus. Some take that to mean that when, because of Jesus' death on the cross that we have physical healing. That's not talking about physical healing, but spiritual healing, that we can have the healing of our wounded souls. It was necessary that Jesus die, that the predictions and the prophecies that had made about, uh, about him would be fulfilled. For instance, in Luke's gospel, in the 24th chapter of the gospel of Luke, and in verse 44, this is what Jesus said to his disciples. These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things, and I underscore the, word, the words all things. There's nothing that Jesus is talking about that's left undone that all things must be fulfilled which were written, number one, in the law of Moses, number two, and in the prophets, and number three, in the Psalms concerning me. There's so many things said about Jesus in the Psalms. There's so much said about Jesus in the prophets, predictions and prophecies that are made. And there are also things said about Jesus in, in the law of Moses. And, and so... These things were to be fulfilled and it was necessary that Jesus be born and live on this earth that these predictions might be fulfilled. Well, what, what prediction? Well, the prediction about where Jesus would be born. In the Micah, Micah chapter 5 and verse 2, the prediction about his birthplace. And thou Bethlehem of Ephrathah, though thou be little among the nations, yet, I, yet, I, yet out of he shall 
out of thee shall he come forth, which is to be ruler in Israel. And there was a prophecy about where Jesus Christ would be born. In Isaiah the seventh chapter in verse 14, there's prediction about his birth. He would not have a normal birth. He would, it would have a virgin birth. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel. There's a prophecy about Jesus in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. Unto us a, a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So that's a prophecy about Jesus Christ. Notice in Isaiah 9 and 6, not only was the child predicted, the sex of the child was predicted, and it was predicted that he would be a ruler. The government shall be upon his shoulders, and he'll be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And Jesus Christ is described by each one of those descriptors. Now, there are other prophecies about Jesus that had to be fulfilled. Jesus came into the world to fulfill those prophecies. There were those that did not always believe them. In Isaiah, the 53rd chapter, it begins in verse 1, and this is a prophecy about Jesus. Some 750 years before Jesus ever came into the world in human form, who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed. He shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He hath no form, the comeliness, and when we see him, there's no beauty that we should, should desire him. He was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And then he says, And with his stripes we are healed. Everything that Jesus endured on the cross, everything that he endured prior to the cross in the Garden of Gethsemane, the agony there, everything that he endured in the judgment hall, everything that he endured when he was being flogged, beaten, nearly dead, he endured all of that because of his love for mankind. He carried out the Father's will. That, and when Jesus died, it was a fulfillment of the prophecies that had been made. Why, even his resurrection was predicted. In the 16th Psalm, in verse 10, the psalmist said, Thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Now, on the day of Pentecost, many, many years later, it was the apostle Peter who was speaking, preaching on that occasion. And Peter quotes this prophecy from David. And, and he says the fulfillment of that prophecy in verse 31 is the resurrection of Christ. He, seeing this before, spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in Hades in the unseen world, and neither shall his flesh reap corruption. So Jesus Christ was raised from the dead according to the prophecies made in the Bible. 
And so it was necessary for Jesus to be born that he might fulfill the prophecies that had been made. And it was necessary that he might be born that a new covenant be given. And when Jesus died on that cross, he gave a new covenant, Colossians 2.14, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, taking it out of the way and nailing it to the cross. But another reason the birth of Jesus was necessary was that the church, so the church could exist. Jesus promised to build the church in Matthew 16, 18. In Acts the 20th chapter, when Paul has this farewell speech with the elders of the church in Ephesus, he says this to them, that they're the leaders in the church. Take heed unto yourselves and all the flock over the which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers and feed the church of God or tend or shepherd the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. The church blood bought. It was necessary that Jesus be born that he eventually might die to make the church a reality. Jesus Christ did not come into the world accidentally. He had been predicted he was coming. And the church was no accident, but the church was according to the eternal plan and purpose of God. See, Jesus' birth was a part of that plan. He was to be born. He was to grow to manhood. He would have his ministry with his apostles. And then finally, Jesus was died upon that cross to purchase the church with his blood. Some say the church was a sort of an emergency measure on the part of God that because he was rejected by the Jewish nation that he did not establish the kingdom, but that he set up the church in, in the place of the kingdom. Well, the church and the kingdom are one and the same. That's easily determined by studying the Bible. Now, when Jesus died, he carried out the eternal purpose of God Almighty. Listen to Paul in the third chapter of Ephesians, verse 10 and 11. To the intent now that under the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be made known by the church the manifold wisdom of God according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. There's so many things in those two passages, but this one stands head and shoulders, perhaps above all others, that the church was in the eternal plan of God. You know, we, we, we talk about God being eternal. We may not fully comprehend it, but we believe it. And Jesus is eternal. He's without beginning, without end. I, we, again, we may not comprehend it, but we believe it. The Holy Spirit is also referred to as being eternal in Hebrews 9.14. So why would it be unusual for Paul by inspiration to let us know that the church was in the eternal plan of an eternal God, meaning there had never been a time that he did not have it in his mind. So Jesus Christ came into, into the world as a baby and he grew to, he became a young man and grew to manhood. 
And then finally, after his ministry on this earth, he was taken and crucified on the cross, raised from the dead by the power of God. He could not have died had he not been born. He could not have uh, uh, purchased the church with his blood unless he had first been born. So that's why the birth is necessary, so the church could exist. But Jesus did not come into existence when he was born. Now, that might sound rather strange to some, but you see, Jesus was co-eternal with the Father, meaning that Jesus is in the beginning with God, just like God was in the beginning. In the beginning, God created. John chapter 1 and 1 says, In the beginning, the Word was with God, and the Word was with was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Jesus, the Word, was with God in the beginning. Later in John chapter 1, John said the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So Jesus Christ had always existed. In John the 8th chapter, in verse 56, Jesus said, Before Abraham was, I am. What did he mean, before Abraham was? Well, before Abraham ever existed, I existed. I was with my Father in eternity. There's never been a time the Lord Jesus Christ did not exist. Some say he was a created being, and not so. In Micah, the fifth chapter, in verse 2, where Micah had predicted the birthplace of Jesus, in the latter part of that verse, he said, Whose goings forth have been from of old, from everlasting. So there's never been a time Jesus did not exist. He is before all things, and by him all things consist. So it's necessary for Jesus to be born. And it was by his birth, de death, and resurrection that he was able to fulfill the needs of man. There are some things that concerning his birth of which we know nothing. And, and the main thing of which we know nothing that's not revealed in the Bible is the date of his birth. I have no idea when Jesus was born. But someone said, well, do you believe in the birth of Jesus? I absolutely believe that Jesus was born. But the date of December the 25th was set by a man by the name of Liberius in A.D. 354. And in Compton's encyclopedia, and this is an exact quote from them, the exact date of Jesus' birth is not known. So we have no way of knowing when Jesus was born. And when people are thinking about Jesus, they've got their minds attuned to Jesus, then we ought to talk about Jesus. This is the reason that I'm talking about Jesus today. I believe it was born. I believe he lived uh, with his parents, uh, and we have no record of him. There's some silent years there, which we have no record. And then we have a record of Jesus when he's about 30 years of age, and he had a ministry of three and a half years, and that's when he called the disciples, the apostles, to follow him. And when he, he gave them the responsibility of spreading the gospel about him, the good news about him throughout all of the earth, and then he died upon a cross. He was raised from the dead, and the next great event in the life of Jesus will be when he returns for his own. But his birth was a fulfillment of prophecy, and Jesus Christ lived a very humble life. Uh, Jesus, when his parents went up to pay their temple tax. They didn't have uh, 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 
lamb. They had, they had uh, uh, verses 22 and 24 out of Luke, the second chapter, suggest they were very humble people, very poor people. But Jesus Christ was born at the right time. You know, I've often said about various things, timing is everything, and I believe that. I believe there's a right time for just about everything. And, and Jesus was born at the right time. As a matter of fact, in, in the book of Galatians, chapter 4, verse 4, beginning, Paul said, And when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. So Jesus was born of a virgin at the right time. What do you mean at the right time? Well, first of all, the Hebrew nation had been taught to believe in God. They had been taught to believe in God and to trust God and to love God with all their heart. Number two, the Greeks had contributed their language in which the New Testament largely was written. The Romans had developed road systems that would be used in traveling. And then there was a legal system that gave citizenship to those that were Jews. Paul was a Jew, but the, he, was, he had Roman citizenship. He was a citizen of Rome. And he used that very often to his advantage. And so all of these combined made the time Jesus came into the world very conducive to the spread of the gospel. For example, the road system would be used by those who would travel in various parts of the world to preach the gospel. And the language be used to teach men in their own language the gospel. So at the time was right when Jesus Christ came into the world. And Jesus Christ, because of his birth, because of the life he lived, because of the death he died, satisfies all of man's spiritual needs. Now, all of us have a few wants that maybe we will never have satisfied, but they're needs of the soul that only Christ can satisfy. Sometimes we think we can do it ourselves. We, we can do it ourselves, you know. But, but the Bible says the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walks to direct his steps. And even Jesus in John 15 and 5 said, without me, you can do nothing. Without Jesus, you can't accomplish very much in life. But with Jesus, you can accomplish great things. With Jesus Christ, one day you can go home to heaven beyond this old world. Jesus came to help people. He came to seek and to save people that were lost. And we can be saved today from our sins, first of all, because Jesus came into this world as a baby. He came into this world as a child, grew to manhood, pre had his disciples prepared to carry the gospel to the world. And we have it today because Jesus Christ was born. Jesus Christ is not a way, he's the way. And living is not in several different forms today, but it is in one way, that's Christ's way. Listen to Jesus, this is how he puts it. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes unto the Father but by me. 
Oh, yes, Jesus was born. I don't know when. And, and I appreciate the birth of Christ. And, 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 and we should all appreciate his birth. But Jesus Christ came to live so he could die for the world. And he left a message behind that we could know what to do to go home to be with him in heaven one day. It was the first time the gospel was being preached to the world. It was predicted in Isaiah chapter 2, verses 2 through 4, that it would begin in Jerusalem. And it was in the city of Jerusalem on the first Pentecost after Jesus' resurrection from the dead. And Peter stood up and he preached the first gospel sermon under the Worldwide Commission, the commission to go to all the world and preach the gospel. And on that occasion, he preached about the life of Jesus, the death of Jesus, his resurrection. And he let people know that the one they had crucified was the son of the living God. And when the people heard that, they asked this question, men and brethren, what shall we do? And here's his answer, what they should do. Peter answered and said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus came into this world to save us. We just need to have the, the Spirit of, of Christ. We need to have the right attitude toward Him. We need to have the right attitude toward eternity. Have you settled the question of eternity? Jesus came to settle it for, to help you settle that question. Do you know where you will be a thousand years from today? You see, we'll be somewhere in eternity. There's no doubt about that. And if you'll give your life to Christ today, if you'll say, Jesus, I'm tired, I'm tired of all this that's been going on in my life. I'm tired of not knowing where I stand spiritually. I'm tired of the turmoil that I live in every day. You can settle that by just saying, Lord, I'm coming to you today. I want to obey your gospel today. Not some man-made theory, not some man-made idea about salvation. If we will do just what Peter told the people to do on the day of Pentecost, which was repent and be baptized, we will have the same benefit they receive, the remission of their sins. That's so simple. That's so easy to understand that if we just do what the Bible teaches, what Jesus, who came into this world in human form and died on a cross, he shed blood, died a horrible death, we just do what he said, we can be saved and go home to be with him in heaven. I want to thank you for watching today. And, and may, I want to invite you to visit the Church of Christ in your community. And pick up the telephone call for the free Bible correspondence course. But until we meet again, may the Lord bless you and keep you is my prayer. Getting to know your Bible has been presented by Churches of Christ. If you have a question about the church, or if you would like the location of a Church of Christ near you, or to receive the free Bible course, write to Getting to Know Your Bible, P.O. Box 314, Summerdale, Alabama 36580 or call 1-877-711-5214. Join us next time for Getting to Know Your Bible.
The podcast, The Bible in a Year with Jack Graham, is a moving and inspiring biblical audio experience that will help you master wisdom from the world's greatest book. In each episode, you'll learn to apply biblical principles to everyday life. Each cinematic episode is a journey through the Bible's most profound stories that will strengthen your appreciation of the Word and inspire you to keep learning. Listen to The Bible in a Year with Jack Graham on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybretza.com.